Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is uh, our Arsenal Agenda series. Joining you Monday to Friday at 10am UK time. Joined this morning by Charlie. How are you doing, mate? You good, Joel? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, just another day in it, but it's actually really hot already. I feel like I need to open these back windows because it is just really warm. It's good. It's meant to be like 31 or 32 yeah. degrees today. It's going to be crazy. 31 it's like, today. 31. It's crazy. Crazy because it's like yeah. summer's come late. It's really weird. I hope it doesn't stay too hot for too long. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I have missed summer, but now that it's getting to the time that it is, the time of the year, it, I'm not expecting it to to get to um, the temperature that it is really. Yeah, no, it is surprising how kind of rapidly it suddenly emerged summer. Um, I was ready to put the golf clubs away, you know, and all that stuff, but no. Um, it's going to get very warm. Yeah, 31 degrees in London um, by this afternoon. Tomorrow, 30. Friday, 31. Saturday, 32. Sunday, 31. Yeah, it's going to be hot. Um, so, yeah, uh, get ready for that. <laughs> Bye-bye. I assume maybe joining us from a more uh, hotter country is saying that we need to harden up. So, uh, yeah. Remember that Celsius, by the way. You know, Fahrenheit yeah, is... Uh, very different. I don't know what that would even be uh, in Fahrenheit. Probably something oh, absolutely right. ridiculous. Yeah, 100 probably, yeah. Double yeah. eight add 30, I was always told. So, yeah, uh, I suppose you're looking in the, the low 90s. Anyway, uh, let's talk about Arsenal, who uh, are not quite hot now because there's not much football going on for Arsenal because uh, it's the international break, of course. But it doesn't mean that we can't talk about um, some of the interesting things that are still going on in the world of Arsenal. First of all, Saka picked up the Player of the Year uh, award for England, which was fantastic to see on his birthday, uh, which is another yeah. great thing. 22 years of age. I don't know what it is. I can't imagine Saka as a 30-year-old. Like, you know, you know, yeah. like when you like you see like players like Theo Walcott, for instance, is now like 33. He still looks about 12, to be fair, Theo yeah. Walcott. Um, can you imagine Saka as like a 30-year-old, like coming toward the end of his career? <laughs> it's such a strange you thought. You can't imagine it, can you? I mean, I I mean, he's he's obviously just turned 22. I'm 22 as well. So it's so there's that. And it's just weird to to think. I think it makes it even weirder because when I'm 30, he's then gonna be that mm. age as well. So that's weird for me anyway. So yeah, is that is odd because he's he just always seems like that young really smiley kind of kind of guy that everyone loves uh, in Arsenal. And to be fair, most I don't really think that there's anyone that I know that actually dislikes Saka outside of Arsenal as well. I, I think everyone just loves him. He's one of those players. But yeah, I'm so happy for him to to win the player of the year. I mean, it's, it's the second time running as well. Second time in a uh, two twice in a two years running. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, I think he thoroughly deserves it. Um, I think people have said that he's probably the first or one of the first names on that team sheet in the starting lineup, and I think he deserves that anyway. But he's just proven himself time and time again in an Arsenal shirt. He always seems to be that danger man, uh, some the the player that creates something, and he he does that for Arsenal as well. And he's just taken everything from Arsenal that he's he's done so well for. Why he's pro- arguably our best player. And why he's taken that into into England, I think, I think he's done a fantastic job. He's a fantastic player. Hopefully, he does win something with England because he deserves it. He and he deserves to help us. He, he deserves to take England to the next level. He deserves to take England to 
to win a trophy and hopefully the the euros will be will be the next one obviously we're do, we're playing against the ukraine in the in the qualifier and then uh, scotland in in just a friendly but even so yeah he, he's a fantastic player and obviously his first i think it was his first professional hat trick or or whatever came it uh, in an england shirt didn't it so was that against north macedonia or something like that so something like that yeah and yeah as, as I say, he thoroughly deserves it. And there's there's going to be more to come from him. So I wouldn't be surprised if he wins a few more on, along the way as well. But yeah, it's a nice little birthday present for him, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And they go, they got a Spurs player to give him the... the, uh, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a bit like, oh, I can see what you're doing there. Yeah, um, yeah. just uh, very, very interesting indeed. But uh, yeah, no, I think uh, he deserved the awards and and certainly will be very happy for it. And we're talking more about, you know, international players, David Raya is away with Spain. You know, despite the fact he's not played a game for Arsenal this season, he's not played a game for anyone this season because he started the season at Brentford, of course, and they've brought in a new goalkeeper. Uh, I reported at FL yesterday that we've got permission from Brentford to allow him to play in that Carabao Cup fixture against them. And then there was further reports, I think it was Sammy Mottbell reported that uh, Ramsdale's position could really be under threat uh, coming into the after the international break because uh, we're going to see uh, we're going to see him potentially get uh, an extended run I don't know how that works I mean what do you make of it it's a bit of a weird one for me because I mean I, I even watched a, I think it was a compilation on Ramsdale last night and it was like it just showed me how good he has been for Arsenal and how kind of how he's Essentially, won us some games. Some in some in some instances, uh, he's pulled out some fantastic, fantastic saves. And I, it's weird because I can't physically see another keeper being our number one. But then maybe I thought that when Leno was our number one and Ramsdale came in, kind of thing. So there, there's obviously that to consider. But yeah, I don't really know how it works. I, personally, I would rather see Raya have a couple of games and then we see how he does instead of being like, right, Raya, you're in, you're our number one kind of thing. I'd much rather see what he can do at Arsenal. Don't get me wrong, he's obviously proven himself at Brentford. He's obviously created a lot of interest from other clubs, but luckily we were the club to get him. And obviously, with this three million loan and then option to buy at the end of the season, we will need to see what he can do. And that's the only way that we can do that is if we obviously uh, give him some minutes on the pitch. Um, yeah, as I say, I think personally, I'd prefer a few games and then just to see what he can do, bring Ramsdale back in. Yeah. But obviously, if he does do really well, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too mad about the fact that he would continue to to stay in. Um, obviously at Brentford he he did um, there he conceded uh, Brentford conceded a lot more shots about well, and, and goals uh, than Arsenal, but obviously that happens when you concede more more shots. But he produced more saves. The, the stat wise, he actually did better than Ramsdale last season. And who's not to say that he can't do that in an Arsenal shirt as well? Uh, so I am excited to see what Raya can do for Arsenal. But once again, I just want to see what he can do first instead of just kind of naming him our number one. Hopefully I, we will see him kind of do what Emmy Martinez kind of did. You know, you know, I mean, I, obviously in different circumstances, hopefully Ramsdale doesn't get injured and then he has to come in kind of thing. Hopefully we'll see Emmy Martinez make a couple of good performances, maybe in the cup, maybe in the Champions League. Um 
and then we can eventually see him come into the Premier League, into the starting lineup, etc., uh, as a maybe possibly a constant. Um, so yeah, it's it's an interesting one. It is a very interesting one, but I do really like Ramsdale. So it's a, it's a difficult one. However, Ramsdale, I think he, I think it was only two, but he create. Uh, it was like he had the most um, mistakes leading to a goal or something like that of a keeper last season in the Premier League. As I say, it was only two or something like that. But even so, sometimes this can be um, this can be the difference between zero points and three points. So, I mean, it, it, you even saw it against Southampton when we drew three all. He obviously was the reason for their first goal and possibly the reason that, uh, that we, that we uh, drew that game instead of winning. But, Obviously, these things happen. I think David Breyer made a mistake leading to a goal last season as well. So it does happen. I'm just going from the stats here. So it's just one of those things where maybe Ramsdale can even do better than uh, Ryder did last season, whatever. It, it's just an interesting one. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, and I think it'll be intriguing to see how quickly, if if at all, he comes back into the eleven. Um, we will have to wait and see if that turns out to be the case. Um, but I, for one, hope that if we do see, you know, David Raya play, that he just puts on a, a really good show and proves as to why we've, you know, invested in him, which is, is also really, really important. Um, looking at potential strikers, though, we're seeing uh, Evan Ferguson be talked about a lot by Arsenal fans, rather unsurprisingly. Um, you know, he's had a really, really good start to the season. His hat-trick against Newcastle United, uh, three huge goals in that 3-1 win. And now a lot of Arsenal fans want to see him be the player that we target. I mean, if there's a team that he could play for that I'd arguably least want him to play for when trying to buy him from someone, it's Brighton. You know, you don't really want to have to try and buy a player from Brighton because they are just so frustrating to have to do business with. Um, what are your thoughts on on Ferguson as a potential option for Arsenal next summer? It's a tough one because... Uh, I think there were reports saying that um, that Brighton would be expecting uh, a work, uh, a record bid for Ferguson, uh, kind of bettering Caicedo's uh, market value that that Chelsea paid for him, 115 million. So it'd obviously be north of that, which I think is ridiculous. I I, I think it because the the reason why I think it's ridiculous is because. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I'm, I might be wrong, but I, I feel like Ferguson doesn't get a constant amount of kind of game time and playing time for Brighton just yet. It seems like Welbeck plays every so often. Uh, Jal Pedro, I think that's his name, he, he plays every so often. And they kind of rotate between the three. He's not a constant striker. As I say, I might be wrong when, when saying this, but from what I can remember... He's not like a constant striker that they have, a constant striker that they rely on to get the goals. Obviously, he did score a hat-trick against Newcastle. Fantastic for him, don't get me wrong. Uh, 18, 19 years of age, so obviously a lot of potential as well. And scoring a hat-trick in the Premier League is obviously fantastic at that age. But we haven't seen too much of him to kind of cement the fact that he should be over £115 million. I don't really understand why... Brighton essentially are already valuing valuing him at that amount of money and the fact that Arsenal possibly even considering the fact that we could be paying that amount of money possibly in January I would expect it to be next summer if it does happen um obviously we are kind of in a in a battle against I think it's Chelsea and City I think it is uh for Ferguson 
But I, yeah, I I think if we're going to pay that amount of money, I would prefer to get a more high profile striker that is expected to get that amount of goals, a good amount of goals. Is is kind of he's proven himself to get that amount of goals as well. Maybe in the Premier League, maybe may in a different uh, league. But if we're going to pay that amount of money, as I say, I'd prefer someone that is proven to to be that valuation essentially to to prove that he can get the, that amount of goals that we need that kind of Haaland player for Arsenal. And it doesn't seem like Ferguson has proven the fact that he could be that player just yet. Maybe he could be in the future. And that I would assume is why he's being valued at that amount of money. I think uh, I've seen uh, a couple of weeks ago, it might've been 150 million. So that's crazy. I mean, I think, it, I think Aussie men was being valued at 150 million. Yeah. And if you gave me the choice of Aussie men or Ferguson, uh, it's a it's a, it's an easy choice for me. I'd go for Aussie men because he's done so well for in the Serie A last season. Yeah, I think, just, um, yeah. I think the thing is, the people will say, "How can Brighton ask for you know that amount of money?" Well, he's got a contract through until twenty twenty eight for starters. Um, they don't need to sell. They don't have to sell. Um, they've proven with the Caicedo thing. If you want their player, you have to pay a silly amount of money. And they're being proven right by the likes of Chelsea that if they hold out for that amount of money, you know, they, that's what they will get. Yeah. Um, so that's why he will cost that amount of money. And that's why I don't think personally Arsenal should go after Ferguson. Um, I think if we're to go after anyone else. And plus, you know, like allow the, the kid to develop a bit more. Yeah. You know, allow the kids to um, to play games in the Premier League, like snapping, snapping them up at 18 for a hundred and whatever million pounds, it's not really that smart business. It's just not. Um, I'd much rather look elsewhere. You know, I was talking to you this morning about, you know, the fact I'd probably look at someone like Benjamin Sesco, you know, 20-year-old striker, just gone to RB Leipzig from Salzburg, scored two goals coming off the bench the other day against Union Berlin. He's going to be a star, this kid as well. So maybe you look to the constant for a striker, but it just doesn't make any sense to go for Ferguson when he's going to cost that amount of money it doesn't make any sense to whatsoever um but yeah we'll see if that one uh changes if that um if it moves i'm intrigued by the fact he's not involved for ireland because of apparent injury this international break and if that's because there's rumors about him being potentially called up to the england squad um so is he injured is he not we don't know but it's very curious that he's suddenly unable to play in some competitive fixtures for Ireland over this uh, period. So, yeah, very, uh, very interesting indeed. I will have to follow that thread, see if he gets called up again in October and, and if Arsenal, uh, sorry, if England make a move for the player. But, yeah, uh, intriguing one, that's for sure. Um, in the chat box this morning, got a fair few of you saying, um, yeah, Popeye saying about uh, McAllister, there was a clause in that contract, so that's why he was able to go for a smaller fee. Nothing to do with, you know, them having to, Liverpool having to negotiate with Brighton. They paid the, the clause that was involved in McAllister's contracts. That's why they got him quite cheaply. Um, Amir says, I think he did walk off with a bit of a limp after the game. Tactical. Very tactical. <laughs> Make it look good. Make it look good. That's the thing. Um, scrolling up a little bit more, Daniel says that we should go for Ivan Tony instead of going for Ferguson. Um, Mira says on the Ben Foster's video this week, he made a point that if a goalkeeper gets a slight touch on the ball as the ball, as the goal goes in, he should have done better, is what they're saying. But if he doesn't get it, it's what a great shot. He's not wrong, and I agree. I think that Ramsdale gets his kind of fingertips to that Rashford shot, and they say he should have done better. 
I mean, it's difficult because we've seen so many goalkeepers, so many like strikers cut inside and then reverse the shot low um, into the opposite corner through defenders' legs, and he has to be aware of that. But I think it's just a great shot from Rashford, to be honest. You know, I'm not really putting any fingers, and I haven't really put any fingers at Ramsdale, to be honest, this season. Even the Fulham game, I know there was a bit of a chaotic one there, but. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not pointing the finger there, whatsoever. Um, but Charlie, thank you for your uh, kind support and attendance this morning. It's appreciated. Tell people. Uh, I was going to say tell people where they can find you if you can, if you want. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you for having me. I mean, if you if you do want to find me, that's my Twitter there, just on here. But yeah, thank you for having me, and thank you to everyone watching and of of course listening. Absolutely. Uh, do drop a like on the video. It's very much appreciated all the support that you give uh, the channel. We're currently on 93.1 thousand subs. So yeah, continue to help us on our way to 100k. Thank you to everyone that's tuned in and listened. Appreciate your time and love and support. And as always, stay safe, stay well and keep following us down the Arsenal way. <laughs>